We are Jack and Brenda Gonzalez, and obviously Amen. you guys know us, but hello to everyone hello online. Hello, everyone uh, online. Lovely Welcome, we're here. glad you're here and, and joining so us. And so back by popular demand, mm -hmm. uh, we are going to continue on with our message series titled Marriage and Relationships. And so we'll actually close it today, but we really felt like there was something else that God wanted to do and something that God wanted to do um, in our relationships. And so as many of you know, this has not just been about marriages. It's about all kinds of relationships, from a parent and a child to siblings to maybe a close friend um, to, to any kind of relationship that you can think of. And we believe that if we follow the principles of scripture, you will find healing. So everything we're going to do today, you're going to find it in the church app. Check the message notes. All the passages are there. All the fill in the blanks. Um, you can definitely do that. And so um, in part one, we talked about forgiveness. And I know that was so powerful, right? The, 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 it's so hard sometimes to open up and to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. Right? It's hard to come to that point, right? Yeah. So some of us, it's, that's just a difficult thing. In part two of the series, we talked about serving one another. Mm -hmm. And then that was a big deal, right? Because, you know, I can maybe get past that area, but now I'm supposed to serve you? What does that look like? What's the biblical model of serving one another? And so we talked about that. And so today we're going to get into a different part. If you missed any of that, check it out on the podcast or watch it on YouTube. But we have those things there available for you. Again, if you go to the church app, everything's pretty uh, pretty central there. Yes, and as a reminder, here's our central passage in 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through A. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship but I may, that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Man, that's it Amen. right there. Amen. And so we're going to take a moment to pray, and we're going to pray two things. Number one, we're going to pray clarity in the word, that it would become practical, we would understand it, be able to apply it. And secondly, we're just going to pray healing over relationships in general. And so I want to ask you, if you can, can you join me in this prayer as we pray again for clarity and healing, all right? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you, thank Lord, you. for today. God, it's the day you've made. And God, as we jump in your word, God, I just pray just clarity over your word. I pray you unlock your biblical truths and principles and help us, Lord, to be able to apply them to our lives, God. I pray, God, that it would just become that easy for us to walk right into it, Lord, that it would lead and guide our lives. And just clarity over that. And God, I also pray, Lord, that it would bring healing to our relationships, God, all the different kind of relationships around us, God. God, that if we apply it, God, we're going to be experiencing this supernatural healing because your word is alive. So thank you for this day and this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So this, this morning, we want to talk to you about communication. That's right. So have you ever played the telephone game where you, sh you share a message around, and by the end, it's completely different? Right. Some of you guys have played that, right? You remember taking it back? 
No. Right? Good. No? Yes, yes maybe. maybe. Well, well, how we communicate determines what the people around us will understand. The how is so much to, there is so much to the how. So our central passage today says that love is kind, that love is patient. Right, and so when you think about communicating, you want to think about communicating in a way that's patient with each mm -hmm. other, right? We got different things going on. We got feelings and emotions, and we want to be patient, and we also want to speak kind words, mm -hmm. right? When we don't speak kindly, right, we're, we're speaking in a way that has the potential to belittle, hurt, damage, destroy, hinder growth in some of those areas mm -hmm. there, right? And so, um, you know, we can communicate with words, and we can also communicate with body language. Right. Sometimes it's your shoulders are just shrugged, like somebody says something you're just like or you give this like dissatisfied look like or you you know disappointed <laughs> are you kidding me and, and and you don't even got to say a lot but the way you communicate it on your face your shoulders your body language like you're like i don't want to do you just you, know, you don't even say says a lot more than your words over there <laughs> me over here right and mm -hmm. and we, we could say a lot and then the same way with our words we could say something and it hurts mm -hmm. right if we're not careful we're, we can hurt somebody so easily with our words and we believe this we believe that every relationship has the potential for growth and for healing we believe that a mediocre relationship can get so much better you know it's kind of like yeah uh, you know uh, you know, when it comes to a marriage, it feels like more like we're like we're roommates or something or, you know, or, or you know, here's my, my best friend or my siblings. Eh, we're not that. We believe that a mediocre relationship can be great. And we believe that a relationship that's really been damaged can find healing in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. And the main passage um, says in James 1, 19 through 20. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. This is some of the best advice that the Bible gives us. I mean, the Bible really reveals the way to life. And as we understand this, there are so many other areas that will fall into place. Yeah, and, and it's really a big deal here. The Bible wants us to understand that healthy communication is going to make all the difference in the Absolutely. world. How we speak to each other, how we communicate to each other, um, that there's power when, in listening before we speak. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. That if mm -hmm. I just pause mm -hmm. for a little bit, there's power in that. Um, and it also points us to, to come to understand that, that anger is around the corner. The anger is looking to get us. How many of you know that, right? It's just waiting to just catch us at the wrong moment. I've had a long day, and you what? Yeah, and it's about to set it off. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? And, and anger, is, it's, it's, just, it's right there ready to catch us. And so today, again, we want to talk about communication, but we want to talk about communication that builds healthy communication and how we can take steps towards healing our relationships around us. And so um, the first part of this uh, that we want to share, and it's really just two points that we want to share today, but the first one is this, healthy communication or communication that builds considers the power and effect of our words. And so what does that mean? That means simply this, very simply, I think before I speak. Come on, somebody. I think amen. before I speak. Amen, amen. All right, listen, there's a lot going on, and something happened, and there's some friction, or, but listen, I'm just going to think about what I'm going to say before I speak. What happens when I don't think before I speak? 
Something's going to come out that could be like a, like a bomb and, and really just ruin things or make them worse than they already are. I need to stop. I heard you. I heard you. And I need to stop. And then I need to speak. I need to think before I respond. I need to think before I react. I need to think before I let those words out. Mm-hmm. Amen. So what am I supposed to be thinking about during that time? What am I supposed to be thinking about? Well, I need to be thinking about the facts that my words have the power to change someone's mood. Amen. You know what? I, what comes out of my mouth can change someone's mood. See, what comes out of my mouth can actually change what someone goes to bed with. What's the last thing they're going to be thinking depends on what you said. And that could affect them even through the night. You see, what comes out of my mouth has the effect, uh, has the power to affect how people feel about themselves. Suddenly people, you, you think they're fine, they're putting on the smile, but they're dealing with something. It can now affect how they see themselves, what they see in the mirror, what they believe they can do. It has the power to build them up or to tear them down. Now, you might have rehearsed this as a child, and let me know if you have, but um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Anybody ever say that before? Right? I I remember this as a kid, and and the idea was to build self-confidence, you know, to, uh, you you know, just if someone says something, don't, don't, don't let it get to you. But as we mature in life, we know that this just isn't true, right? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. The truth is they do hurt. That's right. And so I could say that and chant that all that I want, but words still hurt. And I could be tough, and I can put up a wall, and I could have a shield around me. And it, 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 could, be, it could be, you know, I could be tough, but the truth it is those hurt. words still hurt. Mm-hmm. Those words still hurt, and, and that's just not true. Amen, that's right. And the Bible says in Proverbs 18.21, what you say can preserve life or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your words. So when it comes to our relationship, we need to communicate in a way that builds. We need to communicate in a way that's healthy. And in, in order for us, if we want that our relationships to be successful, we need to think before we speak. And that's it. Oh, uh, I, I, I didn't mean to harm, harm anybody with what I said. That wasn't my intention. I, I didn't mean for it to be like that. Yeah, but look at the aftermath. Our words can be careless or coming from a deeper place that we haven't even checked yet. So careless work can really hurt someone. Yeah, they could really hurt the relationship there. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, it says this, the words of the reckless mm-hmm. pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And so I, wanna, I want us to get this. I want us to pause here for a moment and really get this. My reckless words can pierce you, right? They, they, they can pierce you, right? And so you want to think about this. What does it mean to pierce? Right, pierce, and in a reference, a sword. What does it mean to pierce? When something pierced means it goes through the exterior into the interior. So my words have the power to go through your thick wall, through your armor, through, through you, and into your heart, right? Into your self-confidence, into what you see. And we don't always realize that. 
we're not always paying attention. Well, I'm just, I'm, I just said it because, you know, I'm upset and they did what they did and they looked at me like that and, you know, they didn't do what they said they were going to do and that kind of thing. And then I speak. And I didn't think before, but I speak. And those words have the power to pierce through the exterior of somebody and into the interior. And when we're talking about the interior, we're talking about who people identify as, who people believe, what, what, what's really happening in there that's a lot of times closed off to others. And so this is really, really a big deal there. If I don't think before I speak, I can hurt somebody. And again, you might say, well, I, I didn't intend to hurt anyone. You know, that wasn't my intention. You know, that was just, that was how I reacted or how I respond. But here's what we miss. This is what we miss a lot of times when it comes to, comes to our words is that, you know, we didn't intend this, but it comes from a place, as my wife just mentioned, a place that we haven't really checked. And the Bible says this in Luke chapter 6 and in verse 45. It says this, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart what you say flows from what is in your heart now i want you to visualize this here for a moment just just visualize imagine use your imagination here so i i I, i've been pouring in good things so i'm storing good things right or i've been pouring in bad things so now i'm storing bad things so how do i do that depending on what i watch what i hear what i listen what i participate who i surround myself with that bat it's going to come in you think oh no i I watched that movie i've seen it a hundred times and it's never messed with me or or you know i've listened to that song my whole life and it's never done anything oh that's those are my you know people whatever or uh, you know i've always done that that's just kind of my thing hey that's what i do you know, I still love Jesus, but I do that. You know, and there's some of those things as you pour them in, you will store for yourself in a treasury of bad things. And now when it's time to speak, what's going to happen is that. And it comes right out and it has the power to hurt. This is what the scriptures is talking about. This is what Jesus is wanting us to understand. And it's not that we don't love the Lord. It's not that we don't go to church. It's not that we don't read scripture. It's just that there's also this area of treasury that has the power to come out. And so the Bible says, out of the overflow of the hearts, well, hearts are beautiful and they're red and they come like this. Out of the overflow of the heart, my mouth is going to speak. And so I got to check this. I, I, I got to evaluate this. I, I got to continually go back. Where's my heart? What has been desiring? What have I been pouring into myself? What's happening over there? Because again, out of the overflow, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. And it, like a natural disaster, whatever it's in its way is going to feel the effects of that hurricane, right? It's going to feel the effects of that hurricane. And so what's in your heart? What's in your heart? I want you to think about that today. What's in your heart? What's in your heart? That's going to tell the whole story. Yeah. And on this journey, again, it's just so huge to check our hearts because like, because like my husband said, words will flow from it either to tear down or to build up. So the Bible says um, here in James 1.19, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry so communication can either make or break a relationship 
So we want a communication that builds. We want a communication that's healthy. We want a communication that is gonna uh, help us to grow closer to each other. And, and so communication considers the power and effect of words and then also considers what? Well, and, and the second point that we really wanted to share with you today, and, and it's the last point, um, is that uh, when we're talking about communication that builds, it considers the value of the person and the relationship. Amen. And again, this is a really big deal here, but it considers the value of the person and the relationship. The truth is this, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of you guys, you, you, may, you may understand this or may relate to this right away, but the truth is sometimes we value people by what they can do for us. You know, if, if you can do that, you're ranked up here. And the minute that you can no longer do it, well, well your level of importance in my life begins to decrease. I, I no longer value you the same. And, and here's the problem with that. That is not a biblical perspective. It's an unhealthy way to do things, right? And, and here's what happens, too, is, is not only do they lose value in what they can do to you, but the minute you can't do for someone else, now all of a sudden you lose value in their sights. And it goes a little bit further than that because here's what else happens is when they communicate that you no longer have the same value or they're not there for you or they say what they say and, 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 you, and now you feel like you're not as important to them, now you begin to feel like, well, you're no good or you're, you're not useful enough. Or, or you don't understand why they don't treat you the same. You don't understand why they don't respond to your messages the way they used to. Or, or it seems like they just been wanting to give you more space. Or now you're beginning to feel ways because there's this unhealthy, unbiblical model of the way that we value people. See, we can't value people by what they can do for us. But we do have to consider the value of someone. And so what I'm saying is this. The, the way we value people needs a biblical perspective. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it says this, So God created human beings in his own image, in the image of God. He created them, male and female, he created them. Amen, amen. So it's no secret that our relationships are affected positively or negatively by what we say and how we say it so before we speak we need to think about you know this person is made in the image of God this person is not perfect but God loves them Come this on, person right. God spoke them into existence right. God has a plan for them God has a purpose for them amen and so in the practical sense, though, it's easy, really easy to focus on all the negative things. And sometimes I ask myself, what are the good things that this person have done in my life before I speak, before I say something? So with that in mind, we begin to consider the value of the person and the value of the relationship that we have. And so when we do that, we honor God and we honor one another. Yeah, could you imagine? Like there's just the heat of the argument and you're just going on, but I'm going to pause. And obviously they just did what they did, but I need to also think about all the good that they've done. And very importantly, the big picture, I need to remember that God has a purpose Who for their they life. they are, amen. Right, mm -hmm. so am I helping or am I hurting? Exactly. Am amen. I helping or am I hurting the moment right now that I'm about to, because they just did, and I'm about to, Arr. you guys know? <laughs> You don't, you know, you guys, have, you're not there. like that. That's yes, never amen. happened Type to you amen. at all, right? You've never got the cloth, huh? <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. Uh. 
<laughs> Now the Bible has a lot to say about communication and relationships, and the Bible also recognizes how quickly our words can either make things better or make things worse. In Proverbs 15:1, it says, "A soft answer, come on somebody, turns away wrath." Wrath, right? Wrath is a no-joke kind of word. Uh, and then it says, but harsh words stir up anger. Meaning, they could be like, ah, and all of a sudden you just say, hey, but it's going to be okay. Or, hey, you know what? I, I forgive you. Let's not make a big deal. Let's, let's work through this together. I got your back. And boom, wrath goes from this to like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it, right? And, and, and you've got to understand the power of our words. It can shut the drama down. And it could also set a fire, right? Ooh, yes. it, could set, it could set a blaze, a tornado of fire. We're talking about it, it'll burn down everybody, including sometimes, in some cases, the little ears that are listening, mm, right? So huge. Amen, amen. And we know and we understand that it takes time to shift from arguing to be right into communicating to be understood. That's so good. So the key here is to seek to understand that person, is mm -hmm. to listen, not to respond, but listen to understand. That and is so, so I think that's so important, and I think that we both can agree here that um, communication has been the binding force in our marriage. And we communicate respectfully, and when we do that, uh, we build our intimacy stronger and our joy and our connection. And so we, we just want to share that um, this week our communication was put to the test. <laughs> yes. So for the last two weeks since school started, you know, distance learning, it's been really busy. We've been running around back and forth with the kids, helping with the baby. Um, trying to do chores in the house and meals in between if you're a mommy say amen or tape amen and so it's been busy right so my husband asked me a question about his meal and I was so irritated and so tired that I snapped at him and I was very defensive with my with my answer and how I responded to him and so well of course well, guess what he did? He called me out on it. And so I was even uh, more upset, and I was uh, offended by what he said. However, in that moment, I knew that I did not want to say anything I was going to regret later. Because a small issue, a small argument can turn into a big argument if you don't stop. And like he was saying earlier, it's so important that we create a space, right? And so before we say anything that we will cry about it later and say, why in the world did I say that? Or you could even bring up past issues or Man, build up uh, frustrations that just a simple question about a meal is going to turn into a really bad day in your marriage. And a bad argument does not mean a bad marriage. So oh, that's right. what we do is we create a space. And what we do, uh, creating a space for us is like a grown-up timeout. 
<laughs> so, yes. So, it's like giving each other a, a grown-up timeout. And we're really learning the importance of timeouts in our relationship. Some days for me, it means to go shopping. And some days for him, it means to go to the gym. But anyway, so he asked me to pray about it. And, and so we kind of went our way. And later in the evening, after we took some time to breathe and really think about um, what we were truly feeling, we revisited the conversation and, um, and we grew from that disagreement. Why though? Because we stopped, because we created that space, because we were intentional uh, about that moment. And that moment did not happen by accident. We were intentional about not hurting each other with our words because we consider how valuable he is to me and how valuable our relationship is. And so I did not want to say anything that was going to hurt him or that I know that it was going to hurt me and both in our relationship in our marriage later. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Man, so when it, when it comes to this, and I, and I hope you're getting this, because this is like, it, it's, you know, we're preparing and like, you know, it, God is good. That amen, is good. amen. See, communication that builds considers the value of the person Absolutely. and the value of the relationship. And so now I'm, I'm more intentional with my words. Yes. Right. I, I'm going to think before I speak. I'm going to value the person and, and not value them for what they can do for me, but value them for who God sees them because Amen. God has a purpose and a plan. And, and, and I ask myself, am I helping or am I hurting? Mm. Right. And, and the Bible says in Ephesians 4.29, it says this, don't use foul mm. or abusive language let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them now this is the apostle paul and he's really reminding us that words are weapons that my words man they can start a world war mm -hmm. Or they can set things off to nice harmony and, and, and peace. Mm -hmm. They could either break each other uh, down or build each other up. Mm -hmm. And we have to recognize here, really pay attention to the passage where it says, listen, I, I, I need to pay attention to foul language. Mm -hmm. right? I need to make sure that foul language isn't it's happening. And, and then further, yeah. abusive language. Mm -hmm. Abusive language is a big deal, right? What, is, what does it mean by abusive language, right? Something that what I say comes out hurts the other person, is abusive to them, right? Mm -hmm. You talk about uh, abuse, belittlement, it, it's, a, it's an attack. Well, I didn't mean to attack them. Yeah, but your words were abusive, right? right? They, 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 they're, they're trying to put a stop on someone's growth. Mm. Right? And so I, I need to be careful that foul language isn't coming out. And secondly, abusive language. Right, because now I'm trying to beat somebody with my words right. in abusive language. And so it, here's the thing is once you let them out, you can't get them back. Uh, I just said, ah, let me see. Okay, just get, get, pull, pull it back in. I'm going to try to reel those in. Too no, it's late. too late. Mm -hmm. Once they're out, they're out. They're out. Right? They now they're like heat-seeking uh, missiles. They're going to catch their targets. You think, ah, oh, I said what I said, but, it, you know, they missed. No. They're going to hit the target, right? And so we, we want to pay attention to that. We, we want to um, make sure that we're, um, we're, we're understanding that our words have the power to, to really get somebody. Amen, amen, that's right. And so we want to close with this. We, if, if we want 
if you want to communicate in a way that builds, then we have to consider the power and effects of our words, and we have to consider the value of the person and the value of the relationship. Um, because God has plans for this person that we're in a relationship, whether it's a marriage, it's your parent, it's your sibling, it's your coworker, it's your niece, whoever it is, God has a plan for them. And so we, we don't want to um, hurt them and say anything that is going to cause them to uh, stumble in their faith also because we reflect Jesus in the way that we act. Amen. And so the Bible tells us this way. Let us therefore make every effort, every effort, make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. So let's choose to communicate in a, in a way that communicates value, consideration, and appreciation towards those that we love and those people that God has put in our lives. Amen. And, and, here's, and here's really what we believe. We believe that God can heal any relationship. Absolutely. And so we, we, we already know that the Holy Spirit has just exposed some stuff as we've been speaking this morning, speaking his word. And so maybe there's an area of relationship that already you think that, you know what, that relationship, it's either broken or it's just like, uh, it's just blah, it's mediocre. And we believe that God can bring healing in those areas. But again, it, when we begin to apply scripture, seek God, be humble, right? That's, it's so much about that. Can we be humble? Pride is the nastiest thing that you can imagine, right? And we talk about pride of country or pride of self or pride of my ethnic background. That's completely different. We're talking about a pride that hinders you from showing humility, a pride that hinders you from asking for forgiveness, pride from admitting you were wrong, pride from saying, listen, this is the way I've been speaking. I don't want to speak that way. Pride for I've been participating with that and I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Pride for this is the way that I've been thinking, but that's no good anymore. Pr pr I got to stop. Pride is the nastiest thing you can imagine. It will only hinder and hurt you, your growth. And when words come out, everybody around you and especially the decisions you make. And so we believe that God can heal those relationships. We want to pray for those relationships right now. Um, but we want to give you this challenge. Here's the challenge. Um, and the challenge is really this, guys, and, and we've talked a lot about our church and, and memorizing Scripture, so I encourage you to do the same right now. Um, but it's in our passage here, James 1.19, and so we want you to do this. Memorize this. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Can you memorize that? And then in addition to that, I, I'd love for you just to take a little sticky note or a piece of paper, put it on your refrigerator, and put it in your car. Can you do that? Ladies, uh, put it on your mirror. In your, in your mirror, wherever that is. But specifically this passage, and we believe that the Word of God, as it is alive, is going to do the work all by itself. All you got to see it. Okay, I'm going to do exactly what it says. There's the steps. Our points today were based off this passage here, and we believe that God is going to bring healing in our relationships as we look to communicate in a way that builds instead of tears down and so with that being said we want to take a moment to pray and again you've been watching online hello um, and uh, we just want to pray for you all right now heavenly father we thank you lord for today and we want to thank you for your word thank god you, you are good lord. and you are faithful speaks. lord and we thank you lord for a time where we can gather like this lord continue to gather the church but lord there is something you're wanting to do in our relationships lord god all of this reflects the way we relate to you 
And so, Father, I just pray, Lord, blessing and healing over marriages. God, blessing and healing over siblings, Lord, and blessing and healing, God, over parents and childs and friends and co-workers, Lord, and grandparents, Lord. I just pray your healing right now, Lord. Would you begin to restore relationships, God, as they come to a place of humility and says, God, I want to do it your way. I'm going to apply scripture, God. I'm going to think before I speak, God. I'm going to value the person, not for what they can do for me, but God, by the way you see them, God, the way you've called them, because you love them, because you believe them, because you have a purpose. And I'm going to ask myself, am I hurting or I'm helping? God, I'm going to stay away from foul and abusive language, Lord. And I'm going to speak, God, and I'm going to think before I speak, and I'm going to let those words be a blessing, God. And God, arguments, Lord, while they are going to exist, Lord, we're going to find a way, Lord, so that they are not going to separate a relationship, God, but they are going to make a relationship stronger because now we've grown from something, Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray your blessing over everyone right now that's gathered with us today, Lord, and everyone, God, that's watching. We give you all the honor and all the glory, and we thank you, Lord, for this day. You are good and faithful, Father. May your Holy Spirit move amongst us in power, and may we experience your supernatural power in our lives. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.